the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The State Department says some 300 U.S. citizens, green card holders, or close family members are trapped in Gaza by the fighting between Israel and Hamas. Also on SRNews.com, it could be a record-setting holiday travel season, according to AAA. In Chicago, holiday traveler Kendall Black says O'Hare Airport is less busy than was expected. It was really easy. We flew United, and it was great. Super easy. She had a, we had a great flight. No issues so far. More than 115 million Americans are expected to be on the move over the holidays, packing the nation's roads, airports, and other transportation hubs. Chinese state media say the strong earthquake that hit northwest China this week and killed at least 148 people has caused economic losses estimated to be worth tens of millions of dollars in agricultural industries. This is SR News. Eric Metaxas explains the process with this latest book. I've never, never, ever, ever felt God calling me to write a book. Now, to some people that sounds loony. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it does feel to me, I had never felt that feeling before that I've got to write this in obedience mm. to God because this is happening now and I need to write this and I need to reach the Christians and the Christian leaders that are capable of being reached. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We're back at it again this Christmas season with the renter mortgage paid for you in 2024 with the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Thanks to the Kingdom Builders Roofing for their support. Enter to win at am1280thepatriot.com. Up to $18,000 if you're the grand prize winner will go towards your rent or mortgage all of 2024. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter to win at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low, 46 degrees with cloudy skies. Sunday, high in the mid-50s. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right ring, the show that sends, set us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red and green. Mm-hmm. This is our special Christmas broadcast, which means, by the way, if you're listening to this broadcast and the year on your calendar is anything other than 2023, it's pre-recorded. It means I'm off enjoying uh, the Christmas weekend uh, with my family, with my friends, with, with someplace, somewhere. I might be in the Twin Cities. I might be off in the wind somewhere. No one knows. It's okay. Now, it is still 2023 as this is recorded, which means I'm live at the studio with the whole crew at AM 12A, The Patriot. And and while I can, I just want to take this opportunity to say Merry Christmas. 
and I hope you all have a blessed holiday on behalf of everyone here at the station. I, I do tend to get on a bit of a rant as I go on these things, so I want to make sure I get that in there while I still can. Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, because one of the great blessings of my life, and and I have had many, many immense blessings in my life, too. I, I have made a real point of this last year of trying to count and be aware of the things I'm blessed with and need to be thankful for and make it part of my daily communication with God. And uh, being able to do this show every week is certainly one of them, and, and make no bones about it, along with Jack and Brad and King, of course, Jack Tomzak, uh, the new guy coming up at 3 o'clock, uh, Brad Carlson, the closer, uh, every uh, Sunday from 1 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, and King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station, uh 1440, The Businessman, it's one of the great blessings of my life. And the people that I have met through this little weekend side hustle have been among the greatest blessings in my life. A a social circle I would have never known I would have had, a voice and a soapbox that honestly, without which in this world today, I might just go a little bit crazy. And the occasional feedback that says, yeah, what I'm doing is is working for people, that people are listening to it, that people get value from it, that people find something in it that they need to go forward with a day in these crazy, insane times. Now, in the first hour, I talked about uh, really going after society's various perversions of the intent, the message, the feel, the, the, the fact of the Christmas holiday. In this hour, I'm going to do something just a little different here. Uh, if you remember... And you may not, because the movie didn't do all that well. But going back, what was it, 1987, 88, so what, 15 years ago, uh, the band U2 did a movie. It was probably one of the most groaningly pretentious concert movies ever, but it was still a wonderful movie. It was called Rattle and Hum. And the movie starts in a big concert venue. I mean, it followed U2 around the world uh, at a bunch of different concert venues in in places large and small, in arenas and recording studios and bars in Memphis and wherever. U2 just doing the voodoo they do. And the, the, the movie starts with perhaps the most memorable line in the movie, <laughs> one of two memorable lines, one of which I, I can't say on a Salem station, the other one in which I can. You... You're watching the beginning of the movie. The crowd is gathered doing to to for the celebration that U2 concerts used to be back in the day. I'm old enough to remember when U2 concert, concerts were kind of like going to a, a really, really great church service. Uh, kids, ask your parents. Maybe grandparents at this point. I don't know. At any rate. And the band starts playing a song, and if you're of a certain age, you remember the song. It's the song uh, Helter Skelter, originally done by the Beatles back in uh, on the White Album. I think it was the White Album. Uh, at any rate, uh, and, and Bono starts the song by saying, Charles Manson stole this song from the Beatles. And I know I'm sounding like a Liverpudlian rather than someone from Dublin like, like Bono. I, I Work with me here. Charles Manson stole this song from the Beatles. We're here to steal it back. And I thought, what a cool line. Because, yeah, Charles Manson, or, or really his various, he and his various biographers, uh, a son, basically forever uh, gave the, the song Helter Skelter uh, to Charles Manson to, to describe the, the reign of terror he led the nation, especially the West Coast, on in the late 1960s. And 
So for an entire generation of people, the song Helter Skelter is, an ex- is ex- inextricably tied with Charles Manson. And so Bono goes on stage and said, yep, we're here to steal it back. And that's kind of what I'm here to do this hour. Part of the meaning of Christmas was stolen by the people that I talked about in the second half of the first hour, the the six personalities that are dunking on Christmas in their own way, not as part of a war on Christmas, but as a little side skirmish in the larger war against everything that makes Western civilization good and right and humane and successful and competent and, above all, humane. And I'm here to steal it back. Because Christmas is an important holiday, not just for people of faith, but it's a vital metaphorical touchstone for all of Western civilization in, in ways that that you, you have to be stupid to miss. And for, unfortunately, we are surrounded by a lot of people who manage to miss it. And it's important for America because the parallels between the Christmas story and the, the, the metaphor and the, and the allegory it represents are absolutely vital for America and for the Western civilization that America leads, leads, leads from the front. And while Western civilization is beset, not by foreign enemies for the most part, because nobody can take down Western civilization from the outside. It is strong. It is economically and militarily stronger than any civilization in the history of the world by many times over. But it's being brought down from within by people who are to society what the six personalities that are that are going after the holiday are to the holiday. Everyone from the, the casually woke to the tired social malaise types to the, the habitual subjects as opposed to citizens to the people who actively antagonize the concept of the holiday and of the civilization at whose center it is. The parallels between Christmas and the story of this nation, this civilization, the American experiment itself are so powerful that every, not every conservative, not every Republican, every American, every American who wants to be aware of the worth, the value, the humanity of Western civilization needs needs to be aware of them. And, And the parallels start bright and early Christmas morning. One of my favorite, I have many favorite Christmas songs, almost all of them the traditional old-fashioned ones. One of them, of course, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Norborn King. Uh, the, the, the story of the king, the, the newfound king of, of, the, of what would become Western civilization, come to earth in the most humble possible form, a baby. A baby born not of royalty, but in fact, born of perhaps the most common and, and easy to put upon 
uh, class of people in the world, an unmarried couple in a society that did not treat pregnancy out of marriage very kindly at all. Christ came to earth in common form. His divinity was not corrected, uh, connected directly to earthly power, and yet he was the Son of God. He was divine. Now, the term divine, attaching to kings, is, is something that has a lot of history in human society. Much of human society, since we started gathering together into villages and then towns and then tribes and then nations, has been clustered around the idea that divinity, the, the spirit of whatever God you believe in, is inextricably tied with authority. I mean, you look back at the pharaohs of Egypt, the, the, among the earliest societies that, that Earth has records of, going back thousands and thousands of years, and the pharaohs were treated literally as gods among us on Earth. And you look at all of the great ancient nation-states, all the, all the great empires of antiquity and pre-antiquity, the Phoenicians, the Egyptians, the Incans, the Mayas, the Aztecs, the Chinese, the very, their, their various dynasties going back 5,000 years, the Japanese up till 1945. In each and every case, they treated their emperor literally at the very least as a divinely blessed manifestation of god come down to to those come down to earth to walk amongst the peasantry and to rule as if they had the divine endorsement of whatever almighty the society recognized or they were literally the god himself the, the 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 king and the god were indistinguishable. I mean, the Incans Incas treated their their emperor as a god. The the Phoenicians, the Egyptians, all of them treated their kings as gods. And even as societies evolved, even as societies evolved into religions that that had uh, you know, monotheistic religions that had almighty. Uh, gods that, that, that govern the universe from the heavens far beyond us all. Even then, you, you saw signs that the, the kings, the rulers, were harnessing this idea of Godhead, of, of, the, of the divine, uh, to them, that they were the channel through which the divine was visited upon the rest of the world. And so their authority, as such, was divinely ordained. The divine right of kings was a part of being a king. God put you here, if indeed you weren't God himself. And since so this idea that, that Christ, the, the new king, came to earth in the most common possible form, and yet was still divine, was so incredibly radical that it 
it was a concept that completely changed the world, manifesting itself in the Western civilization that has driven so much of our society for this last 2,000 years. Now, how does that parallel America? We'll come back to that in just a moment here. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network special Christmas broadcast, AM 1280, The Patriot, FM 107.5 in the West Metro. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past. Year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station? Great news. You can listen to this radio station whenever, wherever, and however you want. Just download the station's app on your Apple or Android device, and your smartphone becomes your radio. Prefer apps like Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. You can find us there as well. Got a smart speaker like Amazon Echo or Google Home? Just say our name and ask it to play this station. Or listen from the radio station website on any device you'd like, even on vacation. We're always on Freedom 1570. Do you feel like your route to retirement is filled with detours and road construction? Pull over and tune into your clear path to retirement with Taylor Sundeen and Corey Zafke. Taylor's a certified financial planner and Corey's a wealth advisor. And together, they founded ClearPath Wealth Advisors. They'll help you see the bigger vision of what's possible and efficiently chart your course so you can enjoy your retirement journey. Tune in to Your Clear Path to Retirement every Sunday morning at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. Angels we have heard on Sweetly singing all the AM 12A The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network special Christmas broadcast. 
Whenever you're listening to this special Christmas broadcast, and by the way, if you're looking at your calendar and the year on it is not 2023, it's recorded. But you can still find out what's current and what's going on and what, what you need to, to make your life a little fuller, a little more fun, a little happier uh, outside the Christmas season at am12athepatriot.com. All of our contests, all of our specials, all of our extra content, all of our podcasts, including podcasts for this broadcast and Jack's broadcast and Brad's broadcast and, and King Banyan's broadcast. You can listen to them whatever you want, including Christmas morning, if you're so inclined. And that would be fine. It's a great gift to give your family as well. The, the gift of political wisdom and sanity. <laughs> I'd love to see you do that. I, no, go ahead. Keep politics out of your Christmas the best you can. Uh, and yet, and yet they are to some extent inextricable. And, and brings us back to the point here. America has a constitution. And in that first amendment of that constitution in the bill of rights, it says that America shall not establish a state religion. It's the establishment clause. It's the basis of free religion in the United States. The idea that the state does not have an official religion as indeed do most European countries. I mean, you go to Germany, they got two state churches. You got Lutherans, you got Catholics. There are other churches, but they don't get funded by the government. You go to Norway or Sweden, the churches of those two countries are the Lutheran churches. I think the Catholics may get a buck or two as well. In America, the government neither supports nor controls the church. It's, by the way, now that the the Supreme Court has ruled so amply on the the real uh, meaning of the Second Amendment, the, the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment may be the single most misunderstood and misapplied uh, portion of the Constitution, but that's a subject for another day. Still, America is a nation that, at least for now, at least officially, at least among the hearts of, of real Americans, as opposed to, say, at Ivy League schools, we are still a people of faith. Maybe not the most faithful people in the world. I mean, people of Poland are overwhelmingly Catholic and Christian, for example. Likewise, the Czech Republic, Hungary, other other Eastern European countries that had to keep the, the flame of faith alive against atheists with guns, the Soviets. Still, in the great scheme of things, we're still a people of faith. Now, you could say the churches in America are... Slow, at least the mainline Protestant churches and the the Catholic Church of Pope Francis are having some problems with, I don't know, focusing on temporal woke issues rather than the timeless, the eternal. And, and, and for that, they are collapsing. But as this broadcast is being recorded, there are anecdotal stories bubbling up of people, young people, reacting to the concept of faith by coming back to the faith, maybe not to organized mega churches, but coming back to the the organic roots of faith. Faith in in knowing that that, that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, some some variety of, of the various types of Christian denominations. I think the the idea that that you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and, and you move on from there. I don't, there's no place for a theological argument right now. But the anecdotal stories are that the younger generation is actually looking, at least some 
of the younger generation are looking for something to fill the void that lack of faith does leave, and it most certainly does. Uh, and the stories are anecdotal, and, and I'm, I'm here to say I will do my darndest to help spread those stories around and about here. But the, the story of faith and the story of the founding of the American experiment have some medical, <laughs> medical metaphorical similarities to them. Uh, for example, Christ, the new king, was born not of the latest of a long line of, of divine right monarchs like every other king in history had been, or not born with the conceit that he, like his father and his father and his father before him, were themselves God come to earth. Our king is, in fact, a commoner, which was something parallel to the whole notion around which this nation was founded in our Constitution, in our, in our, uh, in our uh, Declaration of Independence that we are a nation that is a free association of equals, that we are indeed, as commoners, our own kings, or at least we share in the task of ruling each other. A government that governs, as the Declaration of Independence says, by the consent of the governed. And both of these ideas that our, our king was born in the most common station possible, the opposite of the the royalty that had always assumed that title before, and the idea that each of us, all of us schmucks gathered around our TVs and the sports bars watching football every Sunday, those of us who go and put in our 40 hours every week, those of us who pay our taxes and raise our kids are, in fact, the kings, do, in fact, exercise the power in our small microcosmic ways that that kings used to exercise over all of us was profoundly radical. Both ideas, the idea that the king could be a commoner, come to save each and every one of us, not as groups, but as individuals, was mind-warpingly radical. It blew minds, as the kids are saying, 2,000 years ago in just the idea, uh, in just the same way that the idea that, that society is a free association of equals that governs itself by the consent of the governed was mind-blowingly radical 250 years ago. And it's freeing because both notions are about freedom. In the case of of. Christ coming to earth as as our king, the freedom from the burden of our sins, from the burden of being condemned by the sins of your father and his father and his father, which, by the way, is one one of the great metaphorical and and parable uh, lessons of Christianity, that, that your salvation or the opposite, your damnation, is in a matter of your own choice, your, your, the actions you take, the life you live, the, the faith you profess, whether you believe that salvation comes by faith or by works, the key point is it's not the faith or works of your father 
of your grandfather, of your tribe, of your ethnic group. It's you. You as an individual have agency and power and above all value to that new king that came down to live among us. Mind-blowing stuff in the world of 2,000 years ago. Equally as mind-blowing is the idea that people don't need a king acting as the conduit of divine will to do your ruling for you. We all have a little bit of that divine, whatever divinity you believe in, or even if you believe in no divinity. You have the power to govern each other and ourselves, and, and so do all of us. And this is, both of these ideas are incredibly, uh, not just incredibly mind warping, but the idea that, that redemption attaches to the individual is a result of an individual's choice. Not, not granted by an individual's, uh, individual's choice necessarily in the world of, uh, of Christianity. Of course, that uh, f- redemption, forgiveness is bestowed by the Father and, and in whose image we try to act. But the idea that redemption as people in a civil society is based on the actions and the choices and the agencies and over time the votes of individuals it's what our society is built around. It needs to be built around. And, and in a just world, would never be questioned. Now, the world isn't just. And many of our believers, more is the pity, believe in something very much like the aristocracy that our revolution tried to throw off. And in the, in, in, in the world of social justice and in the world of woke culture, they believe in something very much like the the, wor- the pre-Christian world where, in fact, you are liable for the sins of your fathers. And they believe in other cults like credentialism, the, the expert culture, uh, the concept I call urban progressive privilege, the concept that some people need to be more equal than others. And the pandemic, of course, brought out an awful lot of that, an awful lot of people. It's like, well, got to do what the experts tell you. Your agency is not only of no value, but probably counterintuitive. I, I, we have a society full of people that act like, and, and I say this with all due respect for the German people, act like Germans. They follow authority. They believe authority itself is its own justification. That's a stereotype of Germans. And yet, this is the way that the, the society that we're being dragged down by the people who are taking their, their crummy pot shots at, at Christmas and the society at whose center it is. More when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network special Christmas broadcast. Go nowhere. Be right back. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better-or-your-money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. There are over 5 million podcasts out there with over 70 million episodes between them. But let's face it, only a few have the Salem stamp of approval. Before getting lost in that jungle, find the ones we recommend at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or the app. Find Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie, and tons more. We vet their content so you don't have to. And the nice thing is this, just like this radio station, they're always on message. SalemPodcastNetwork.com AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is normally the number to call, but not today. I'm not taking calls today. It's a special evergreen broadcast. Right now I'm giving you the number because I forgot. The next time you hear this, perhaps in 2024, 2025, God willing, 2026... I just, I'm not going to be in the studio. I'm going to be off enjoying Christmas with my family. But today, I'm enjoying Christmas, or at least a Christmas weekend, with you, my, well, not my second family. I've got a first family uh, that I love very much. I have a work family that I enjoy quite a bit and who I'm looking forward to seeing again sometime in the near future, God willing. I have family of friends that are incredibly close to me, and, and I've got all of you. Some are Somewhere down around the, the C or D list of my friends. And yet, that doesn't make you any less important. So thank you all for stopping by and blessing us uh, with your presence this last 19 and three quarters years on the air. Anyway, as we're pointing out before uh, the break here, America is, notwithstanding the, the First Amendment, we're, we're still largely a people of faith. Faith in what? Is that, is that faith as intense as it used to be? At the moment, perhaps not. Anecdotally, maybe things are bottoming out and swinging back upward. Uh, 
as some of the I don't know, more temporal uh, denominations start to fade and some of the more intense denominations swell. Perhaps that's the message that Christianity in America needs. For that matter, Christianity in Rome needs. We'll find out. That's not what this, this show is about here today. There are better people to talk about that anyway. What today's show about is, since we're on a political talk station, is this. The central metaphor of this nation's entire creation is inseparably tied up in the Christian metaphor, and specifically today, the metaphor that you have on, on Christmas Day. For starters, in the first hour, we talked about the, the six people who are waging, not war, just waging stupidity against the Christmas holiday. The, the actually, it's a pagan holiday crowd. That's the point. That's the point. Help me help you. Help me help you. That's the point. Christians themselves are not born. They are made. Christianity is a faith, at least the way it's practiced in the real world since Christ went back to, to his father, has been a matter of, of, of insinuating itself into cultures all around the world. There, there are parts of India that have been Christian in one form or another far longer than our German and Norwegian forebearers, our Swedish, or wherever you are in Western Europe. They were, they were Christians during the time of the, of the, the late Roman Empire. We were all non-believers. We were all pagan. We were all unsaved before we were saved. We are all fixer-uppers. Just like the manger in, that served as, as Jesus' NICU, as, as, as his delivery ward, we're all fixer-uppers. And so, too, is our society. It's fundamentally flawed. Our nation has sinned, and we continue to sin. In fact, in the wake of this last Minnesota legislative session, our state in particular is sending up a storm. Society's in dire need of redemption. And just as Christianity allows us to atone for our sins, the entire American experiment is built around the notion that perfection is not achievable. But we can atone for that and build a more perfect union a better future, a better society, a society that actually is as humane and subject to, to redemption as, as the promise of Christmas says it is. Here's an example. While the woke crowd in America today is frequently, ingenuously, of the impression that slavery and racism are uniquely American phenomena. Literally, I mean, very highly educated people have written in actual books that slavery is uniquely American. That sort of flies against, say, the Old Testament story of the Israelites escaping slavery. Escaping what? Escaping slavery. Again, help me help you. All society, all cultures in the world had slavery. Back when societies were first forming, I mean, when hunter-gatherer tribes would fight wars against each other over, over where the food and the water were, the losers, well, at first the losers got eaten, and after that, the losers were enslaved, at best. Every culture in the world had slavery, and almost all of them practiced some form of it well into the four-digit years after Christ. And how many of them have atoned for that history as hard as we have? 
the French, the Belgians, the Dutch. For, I mean, forget about the Japanese and the Germans. Uh, until the Kingdom of Norway abolished slavery in, in the 1100s A.D., slavery wasn't even remarkable everywhere in the world. So, the redemptive power of Christmas, or redemptive power regardless of, of, of its source, but the notion that people can be redeemed as individuals and that this redemption comes from a connection more or less direct. Yes, I hear you, Catholics. You have your hierarchy. That's fine. We're all on Team Jesus. I'm not going to argue that one out today here. But the idea that individuals can be redeemed is a matter both of faith and an integral part of the American experiment. It's a big part of our national mythology is built around the idea that we can be redeemed. I mean, and it ties into some conservative notions. The idea that you, I'm not compla- uh, complaining, um, claiming ownership of any of this for conservatism, by the way, just pointing out the parallels. The power that God gave to kings can go to commoners. To be a citizen itself is to be noble. And the, again, that idea shook the world to its core. And the, I, this idea of redemption as individuals, as societies, as causes in some cases, is so closely tied to this society's myths and society's stories it tells about itself to justify itself, to give itself encouragement in hard times, to, to, to put it out there as an ideal for the children to try and live up to. In our society, so many of those redemptive ideas come back around to Christmas all by themselves. I mean, I can think of three or four times when, when Christmas was impossible to unwrap from the American story and to the survival of this people and our civilization itself. There's three episodes I'd love to throw out there to illustrate. It was Christmas, 1776. The American Revolution was going really badly. The British had crushed George Washington in Brooklyn, and a rematch in Manhattan went even worse. They drew, I mean, Washington was lucky to escape across the, the, the Hudson River to New Jersey. Yeah, lucky to escape to New Jersey. That's right. Uh, and the British drove the army all the way across New Jersey to the Delaware River. And the patriots who had, were still meeting in Philadelphia, you know, on the other side of the river from New Jersey, looked like they might just have to pay up on that whole pledging their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to defend the revolution because the British were, were kind of salty about the whole rebellion thing. I mean, back when insurrections really were insurrections, being an insurrectionist was a death sentence. Every member of the Congress and their most prominent supporters were looking at a short, ugly death sentence. And then on Christmas Day of 1776, the American army under George Washington was beaten. It was down to a quarter of its strength. Troops were leaving. And yet, that morning, George Washington gathered what was left of his army, borrowed a bunch of coal barges from local coal miners, quietly Christmas Eve, the night of Christmas Eve, the morning of Christmas Day, rode across the icy Delaware River, gathered up his army, dragged a cannon out of one of the boats and attacked the sleeping Hessians 
at the Battle of Trenton, slaughtered a lot of them, beat them soundly, chased them up the road to Princeton, New Jersey, beat the British, and saved the Revolution. The gift of redemption came to the American Revolution on Christmas Day, as indeed it did uh, almost two centuries later in uh, the forests of Belgium. World War II was almost won. The Nazis had one last offensive in them, and they did it. It took us very much by surprise. It became known as the Battle of the Bulge. And in the town of Bastogne, the Americans were outnumbered 7-1 to by the Germans. And they were surrounded and cut off and running short of everything. Ammunition, food, medical supplies, luck. And on Christmas morning, the Germans came to the commander of the Americans. The, if you've seen Band of Brothers, you know the story. The general, uh, in, temporarily in command of the 101st Airborne, General Tony McAuliffe, asked to surrender, said... Well, he's famous for saying nuts. That was highly censored at the time. His actual response to the German was uh, German officers were considerably less tactful and something I can't say on any American radio station, much less a Salem station. You're welcome. But this is a symbol of, 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 of the redemptive power of Christmas as well. Western civilization, the Western allies, the rescue that was coming to the Western world against the barbarians who had beaten through the gates four years earlier had been pushed back, had been, had been sent packing by a deeply profane and hastily censored statement. And by the way, a lot of American courage and blood and, and yes, British and, and every other ally as well. It was another Christmas miracle like Trenton like Christmas itself. Here's another one of which I'm particularly fond. And I remember this one. I was in high school. And uh, communism was nearing its peak, and they had just shut down the Solidarity Revolution in Poland with full military force. And the ambassador from Poland to Washington, a fellow named Romwald Spasowski, had grown up as a committed communist, including the full atheism that goes with that. But he got married, and as frequently happens in marriage, the wife improved the husband greatly. Wanda Spasowski was a devout Catholic, like most Poles. And it was Romwald who got converted. The atheist became a devout, if deeply underground, Catholic. And seeing what was happening in his native Poland... He saw the way, the writing on the wall, and on December 23rd, 1981, 42 years ago today, he defected. Him and his wife walked across the street, uh, found someone, defected to the United States. And on Ronald Reagan's Christmas Eve speech the next night, Ronald Reagan called for the American people to put candles in their windows for the people of Poland. I'd like to say it was an instant miracle. It wasn't. It took 10 years for the people of Poland to get their freedom back. But the redemptive power was inextricably tied up with events that happened around Christmas time in 1982, 1981 rather. And those are the symbols 
that that show the hope and the way forward that's inextricably tied up, not only with the, the Christmas story, but the story of the Western civilization it helped spawned and the American civilization that has led that civilization for the past 200-odd years. And I'd very much like the world not to forget that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was uh, golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the the existing tiles. Putting this roof on, it's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on. And uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing. And we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of. And they were able to work with Marvin. And we will be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from Big Tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 12A, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back rack next week with a regular broadcast. God willing. Oh, come all ye So what's it all trace back to? Joyful. All of these metaphors, all these 
symbols, all of these stories, all these parables? Well, it's this simple, folks. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, uh, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available at the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring you great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest of heavens. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they'd seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they'd heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. That's what it all comes back to here, ladies and gentlemen. The story of a a baby born as commonly as can be in the most dire circumstances possible, the son of an unmarried couple at a time when that was not valued by society, to say the very least, would actually be a fairly lethal condition. Born, in fact, lower than most of the people to, to whom he was sent to rule. It's an incredible, powerful story that has guided the most powerful movement for humanity in the history of the world. Ignore the naysayers, and and I do. Ignore the actually crowd who said actually he was born in summer. It doesn't matter when he was born. The fact is he was born. And the things that he brought to this earth, the idea that we are, uh, we can all seek forgiveness, that we can all as individuals be redeemed from original sin, if that's what you're inclined to focus on, or the less original sins of our forefathers, our ancestors, or the people who came before us. That's incredibly profound. It all started uh, in that manger on that morning. And the society we live in would not exist, forget its current form, not exist in any form, 
it would not have existed in the form that would would foster and incubate the people who are taking their shots at it today from the toxic hatred of this of the seething anti-Christians and atheists who are trying to tear the whole idea down, down, down all the way down to the, the trite, hackneyed uh, national public radio audience crowd or the, the, the Festivus for the rest of us uh, crowd who, who've institutionalized this sort of dull-witted satire of this most important movement in all of recorded human history. And it's that that I seek to celebrate today, not with anger, not with fear, but the realization that this is something that is, is cause for immense joy and something that that's, I will feel joy, joy about and pass joy on to all of you about because it is our privilege as people who are custodians of the traditions that started, and, and not just custodians, but people who are saved, who are disciples of this tradition, of this belief, of this faith. It's our privilege to, to bring the messages of both of the Almighty that uh, born Christmas morning, but of the civilization that, that does its level imperfect best to enshrine those beliefs in its in the society with which we try to govern itself and each other. It is our privilege to carry on that, that ideally peaceful fight. And it is my joy to say, yeah, let's, let's do that on this Christmas weekend. Bring on another round. Until then, I'm going to curl up with some lefsa and whatever book I get for Christmas. And thank God for the opportunity. And I thank God for the opportunity to talk to each and every one of you today. To each and every one of you, have a Merry Christmas and a beloved, blessed New Year. teamwork to stay safe on minnesota roads during the winter you can help when you see snow plows at work slow down slower speeds can save lives don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles keep your headlights on to see and be seen avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel this message brought to you by the minnesota department of transportation the minnesota broadcasters association and this station know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.